kitchen and save space in your cabinet? Hi, I'm Bruce Fabrizio, inventor of Simple Green. To learn more, visit us at simplegreen.com. From the humans that brought you Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It's the robot apocalypse. It's up to us to save the world. We're going to do this as a family. Comes a new animated adventure. Everything with a computer chip in that proves you don't have to be incredible. Find them. They chose the cage. To save the world. Dad, I do need to go to the bathroom. Come on, end of the world. False alarm. I was just in there reading. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Rated PG. Now playing only on Netflix. Higher education is taking on new meaning in New York. Colleges and universities are adding new courses about cannabis ahead of the state's budding new industry now that recreational marijuana use is legal. Online Excelsior College is offering master's degree courses in pot, teaching students everything from agriculture and law to biology and medicine. NYU's Stern School of Business started a business course for students, and State University of New York will offer classes tied to marijuana and hemp at 10 different campuses. Officials believe cannabis will be a multi-billion dollar industry in New York by 2025. Monica Ricks, CBS News, New York. The crowd went crazy for Prince Harry, who co-chaired last night's star-studded Vax Live concert at SoFi Stadium in L.A. Tonight is a celebration of each of you here, the vaccinated frontline workers in the audience, and the millions of frontline heroes around the world. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. It's all about the nose. It's your air filter, the first line of defense against bacteria and viruses. If too many germs get stuck in your nose, guess what? You get sick. That's why it's so important to keep your nose clean, just like washing your hands. Nasal irrigation gets rid of germs by rinsing the nasal cavity, but neti pots are hard to use and, frankly, kind of gross. Now there's a better way to keep your nose clean and help your body protect itself. It's called Navage Nasal Care. Navage uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, bacteria, and viruses. Millions use Navage for fast, all-natural relief from sinus congestion and allergies and to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and comes with an absolute guarantee of satisfaction. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Now it's time to start cleaning your nose with Navage. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. That's Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
The Vinton County Wild Turkey Festival is back for 2021. The 36th festival will be May 6th through 9th on the streets of MacArthur. Fun, free musical entertainment, your favorite festival foods and activities like amusement rides, a car show, a karaoke contest, the Grand Parade, and the 2021 Baby Contest. For more information, visit vcwtf.org or the festival Facebook page. The 36th Vinton County Wild Turkey Festival, May 6th through 9th on the streets of MacArthur. At Ohio Health, we'd like to remind you that the health issues you faced before the pandemic haven't just gone away. That cancer screening you needed, well, you still need it. Your bad knee's not going to replace itself. And when life as you know it stopped, your medical needs didn't. It's time to take back your health safely. And just like always, Ohio Health is here to help you do it. Visit OhioHealth.com to find out more. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really, (laughs) I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. I-N-E-P-T-M-X-T-E-C-K-2468. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf, you took your inept football team down on the farm this past weekend to play the Engineering Institute of Eastern Industrial Organizations. Well, that's right, and boy, that is a mouthful. So what we do, along with everybody else in our conference, is we just shorten that to E-I-E-I-O. And what kind of game was it? Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, we did play a fine ball game. All our boys on offense played a fine ball game. And our defensive team did give a real fine effort. And I am real proud of the way our special teams played. They played a fine ball game. Of course, you got to realize that Coach McDonald's boys over to EIEIO, they did play a fine ball game as well. So what all the fans seen, what went down to the Barnyard Stadium down on the farm to watch that ball game when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. Coach McDonald's team came into the game undefeated and... Not only that, they hadn't lost no ball game. I was wondering if you were able to put a dent in that loss column. Well, that's right. You know, I'm glad you asked me that question. We did put a dent in the loss column. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it was uh, our loss column what got dented and wasn't theirs. They're still undefeated in the conference. You know, they 5-0 and zero in the conference. Looks like they're going to win the conference again. And we did come up on the short end of the score. And what was that score, Coach? Well, I believe when everything was all over, said and done with, and they had totaled up all the night, it was 77 and 8. 77 to 8 would be one of the worst uh, losses in recent memory, Coach. Well, I'm glad your memory is so recent because they beat us, I believe it was 112 to zip just last year. So it was a great improvement over the game the year before. Well, that's right. That is a bright spot at the way we, way we can look at it. You know, even though they've done one the conference, uh, I believe it's not seven out of the last eight years. We did do better than we did last year. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. And 
the Coach Archer Show, brought to you by the hugely uh, popular product, Preparation H. Coach, with a 77-8 loss to discuss, I'm sure you'd rather talk about the 8 than the 77. That's right. You know, eight points, that's more points than we've scored in any ball game this year. We did get ourselves a touchdown in this ball game. We used what I like to call our purple reverse chip sweep in that ball game. I have not heard of that play before. Well, that was a surprise ball play. You know, we uh, d decided to spring that as a surprise so Coach McDonald's boys wouldn't know it was coming. And uh, it worked like this. You know, we had the ball on the own 33-yard line there in the second half. We decided to put that play in. And when uh, quarterback third and 12 takes a snap from center, he's supposed to pitch the ball out to Needles Norgan, our wide receiver coming back on the flanker reverse to the left. But instead of pitching him the ball, he takes up one of them cow chips pitches him in them cow chips and then uh, shortest summers comes around he pitches him the cow chip going in the opposite direction then half pine hines is going in the opposite direction he pitches him the cow chip and they pitching that cow chip back and forth in the backfield sounds confusing well coach. that's the whole idea it was confusing to their ball players and, and by that time third and 12 he's pitched the ball out to needles norgan and needles he's got the ball he's running around and ain't nobody knows where he's going except in the end zone nobody knew he got there till he scored a touchdown and you got a two-point conversion on top of that. That's right. We also kicked not only the ball, but a cow chip through the uprights. So we got one point for the ball and one point for the cow chip. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. My oh my. I got some sore muscles today. All that yard work this weekend. Nothing wrong with that. It's a Monday, folks. Little bit drippy outside. And it might stay that way the best part of the day, I think. In fact, as I look ahead... the only day that looks terrific might be Thursday. That's right. They say rain showers today, thunderstorms tomorrow, rain showers on Wednesday. Thursday, partly sunny, but only a high of 60. Then Friday, light rain again. Saturday, rain showers. Ah, they're going to test us this week. <laughs> April showers in May. Yeah, Something see, like that. April showers bring May flowers. That's it. And the pilgrims. Uh, yes. Wasn't their ship named the Mayflower? Uh, yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> In, well, what, what was the other one? Out like In like a lion, out like a lamb. March, the month of March, and then we get into April showers. What is that? I don't March know. in like a lion with all of the 
you got when the high computer right in front of you. Windy conditions. Show up quick. Now, I want to see how good our computers and our gourds are. Oh, I've given up on that. Oh, well, I tried to get in my file cabinet there for a second. <laughs> but now I am going to look it up. <laughs> Did you see the list of things today is? Oh, my goodness. We had 12 of them on Friday. There were a bunch yesterday, a bunch yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Which, uh, of course, sometimes we bring those in, but not too often. We just do the days we're actually on. But anyway, today's May 3rd. A whole new month, folks. Terrific. And, and here we go. It's National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. Now... I would never do that. It just is so against my nature, okay? But lately, in the last year or two, there's been a whole new emphasis on shoes amongst particularly our younger uh, crowd, Are you, many of them who graduated this weekend. We'll get to that in a moment. But um, I've seen people wearing two different shoes, I've seen people wearing shoes that were, um, I never would have added to a suit or a, a dressy situation, but they were just bright in all sorts of colors, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mul Multicolored, even. Yeah. Now, this whole shoe phenomenon, like recently, in the last year or so, quite, quite remarkable. Yeah, yep. Crazy different stuff, that's for sure. I've even seen professional well and college athletes do that too now oh yes they wear two different uh sneakers playing basketball two different pair uh cleats football baseball I, same I, thing I, I, it just uh, i don't get it they do the uh hand painted shoes now matter of fact i think joe burrow auctioned off well not joey himself but he donated mm-hmm some that he was going to wear in a game before uh, he was injured. Hey, let's talk about that for a minute. Oh, okay. The draft. Yeah. Now, this may sound a little odd, but my wife followed it, followed it more closely than I did this time around. And um, she said, um, a former LSU player that, Joe really enjoyed playing with is now on the same team as Joe, right? Yes, Jamar Chase, a wide receiver from LSU. He was one of Joe's favorite targets at LSU when they won the national championship in 2019. And uh, Joe sent him a text when he had told Jamar before the draft that, that get ready to come to Cincinnati – because they were going to draft him. Well, Jamar Chase said he wasn't sure whether that was going to happen or not. And I guess Joe texted him on Thursday morning, the day of the draft, and wrote a simple text that just said, pack your bags. <laughs> I, Pat had heard that story too. He yeah. shared it with me. And said that he's going to break every record uh, Cincinnati has right now. That could very well happen with those two. The way they have that chemistry mm. and connected with each other at LSU, they're going to be fun to watch. Now they just need to keep Joe healthy. 
they did take an offensive lineman for their second pick, which he was a def- uh, excuse me an offensive tackle at Clemson who protected what they call the blind side of the quarterback, which means if the quarterback's right-handed, which Trevor Lawrence is, that he most likely would not be able to see a rushing lineman on his left side as he fades back to pass. That's what they call the blind side. It's the opposite of whatever the quarterback's throwing arm is. So this tackle they drafted protected Clemson's quarterback, who was the number one pick in the draft. So they've got some high hopes and big expectations for him. Well, since we're on the topic, anything else interesting in there? Um, If not, we can move on, certainly. Yeah, there were uh, 10 Ohio State players drafted in the NFL draft, and it tied with the University of Alabama. They also had 10 drafted, and if you remember, those are the two teams in the national championship last year. So it just goes to show you how good Ohio State recruits and, uh, you know, with us being an affiliate of Ohio State football and basketball, uh, it shows that R- Coach Ryan Day is recruiting outstanding young men at Ohio State that uh, not only come there with great potential, but they develop these players into NFL caliber players. So they were all pretty happy about that. The Browns graded out as one of the uh, best teams in the draft with their picks. Uh, Steelers made some very nice picks. The Steelers have a way of drafting in the pick uh, uh, picks in the draft of getting good players, uh, you know, guys that you may not have heard of, and they turn out to be stars in the NFL. Uh, college players that from different universities. Now, they drafted a running back from Alabama with their first pick. You know, he's good. I mean, he's the so, best running back probably available. I, I don't want this to come off negative in any way, but uh, did Ohio University have any? I did not see any. Okay. No. Just check. Yeah. Now, there may be some guys that may get some free agent. Sure. Callings, sure. which means they were not drafted, but they may be invited to try out with the team. Hey, since I've brought up the topic of our wonderful university here, uh, I tell you, I, I was in town all weekend. I it just it just made me feel so good. First of all, you all know that I'm almost nuts in the way of how much I care for Athens. Um, I feel strongly about several places, but Athens is where I live. This is my home. This is where my kids were raised. Um, this university has been good for them. It's been good for us. Here at the radio station, it's been good for many families. But to live here and experience the, you know, the regular Saturday football or the regular weekly 
uh, basketball. Now, of course, COVID wrinkled that last year. But in general, I've lived here since 1973. It is such a great place to live. And to see these families come into town for commencement this past weekend. And to go to a restaurant and be among them. Uh, and, and, you know, the joyful pride, proud of their kids. Um, well, I, I don't know. It's really sounding sappy, I'm sure. But, wow, what a weekend. Just terrific. And drove about campus a little bit in, you know, the... The groundskeepers, everybody had everything looking tip-top. And they do that year-round, but it just is always even a notch better for this weekend when we have all these people in. And uh, I saw a guy, you know, graduation was um, Saturday, right? Yeah, I think it was. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. With grad students on this yeah, Friday. Doctoral and, students. Yeah. Well, the I Austin saw a guy yesterday still wearing his uh, robe, you know. <laughs> and not just one, but several. Um, you know, they were so proud in going from this event to that event, different celebrations around town. Pretty cool. Congratulations, everyone. Oh, definitely. It's a that's a big moment. I mean, that's a lot of years of hard work, and uh, you know that's a valuable diploma they walk out with. Yes, indeed. I never had that particular experience. Um, and, and the other thing is, I went to too many different schools, frankly. Um, but I. You've heard me say it before. I went to this school to take a course from that guy or that gal. And um, rather than a program. Okay, now I think we have a caller here. I had grabbed this line a moment ago, but I thought they gave up on me. Let me get to the, everything just right here. Good morning. I know it's Monday, young man, but get a move on over there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> How are you? What's up, Scott? What's up, J.W.? Oh, My I brother. I bug you young people over there. Uh, we love you, too. Uh, Dave, you sound like a homer, buddy, and I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, you. I'm, I'm so glad the weather worked out nice. And You know, I used to think graduation, of course, I've been doing this so long now, was such a was an overrated experience. Just like I used to think coaching was overrated, Scott. Uh, yeah. I no longer believe either one of those. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic time. Now, having said that, I don't think college is for everybody. and I don't think everybody should go to college. In fact, fewer and fewer should go, I think. But having, you know, this is when these kids go through four or five, sometimes six years, uh, and their families, that's a, that's a special time. I... Um, I went to two of my three. I went to the undergraduate at IU and then the master's at Purdue. 
both, by the way, were outside there, Mr. Dave Palmer, mm-hmm. and a windy day at Purdue. I know you're not going to believe this, Scott, but... You know, my I wife's do. a Purdue grad. Well, that's why I like her, <laughs> even though I hate Purdue, but that's another thing, but that's okay. I'm a grad, too. But it was a windy day. You're not going to believe this, Scott, but in 1985, when I graduated, I had to put uh, straight pins in my afro to hold my hat on when I walked across stage. It was that windy. Nice. I believe it. I cut my hair off after that and never grew it back. I believe it. 36 years later there, Dave Palmer. What do you think about that, young man? What do you mean? You're a handsome dude. You don't need those uh, whatever. That has nothing to do with handsome, sir. I'm just talking about hair right now. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, it's a great great weekend. And uh, kudos to everybody that pulled that off. Indeed. Uh, Four ceremonies. We got to Thursday. I'm like, oh, my God. And get this rain out of here. It was perfect. Friday, two Saturday, Sunday. Wow, that's pretty special. We were anyway, other than that, I just wanted to chime in. Um, but what what are we chiming in about? Just graduation stuff and okay, just kudos okay. to you being. Sometimes when you're such a homer, I'm like, come on, give it a rest, Dave Paul. <laughs> oh, he's not that good. But in this case, I'm I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, I you know I've experienced these events other places. Yeah, I have to. And it's good there, too, but I swear there's something special here. <laughs> and maybe it's just because I've been here too long. <clears throat> That's right. I think it is. I've been to others. My daughter had one at American University, her master's in 2019 or 2018, I believe it was. It was pretty pretty special, too, from 6 to 9 um, at night. Uh, we didn't have dinner till ten o'clock that night in D.C., uh, Scott. But it was awesome. Oh, nice. Wine, the wine was still good at that time of night too. So, <laughs> <clears throat> well, I, I just um... the first one I ever went to was at uh, Indiana University South Bend when I was teaching there. I went to the first one in 1990, and they had it in a big. Uh, auditorium downtown South Bend. Mm-hmm. It was very, uh, very generic. It was a small school, uh, but it, it but it was still special. Yeah. It, it was still special. Oh, they they all are because of course you got this pride factor. Parents Absolutely. being proud of their kids, kids being proud of what they just did, um, schools being proud of their graduates. Yeah, I mean, there's pride all over the place. And another perspective that I got to experience only, yeah, once, because my kids chose not to go through there. I got to, to, to be a professor and a parent at my daughter's. So that's kind of unique. Yes. Because you know, uh, my kids got their degrees from OU, but they didn't go to the ceremony. So I didn't get that experience uh, when, when, you, when you're a faculty and a parent. You get to stand up twice. Can I ask a, a <laughs> tricky question? I what? bet you will. Okay. <laughs> well, why didn't they go? Uh, they just said, you know, they, they didn't want to be bothered. They, they, they were like, you know, I'm done. I don't need anything to prove. And uh, So that's their choice. I mean, my wife didn't go to any of hers either. She didn't get a, her MBA from OU. She didn't go. I didn't either. So it's like, hey, I, it's a personal thing. I I can see it's a bunch, it, it's a lot of work, and 
I like the way OU does it. It's not as onerous as some I've been to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a personal choice. Uh, I I don't know the percentage of who actually went to the ceremonies this year, but I bet it was probably not even half of the students who got their degrees. Really? Yeah, I bet you. I don't know the numbers, but I bet you it wasn't even half. You know, I've been in the convo when they've been getting it ready. Yep. Wow. They do such a great job. One more thing before I let you go is when uh, I've had uh, the privilege here to uh, be an advisor to um, people getting their PhDs. I've done five of them as an advisor. So when they get their degree, you get to walk across the stage with them and hood them, you know, Mm -hmm. and get the picture with the president. Mm -hmm. Now, that's pretty special in the convo. They play that music and they say their name. You walk across there and... You know, you get to slap like McDavis around and a few others. <laughs> that is awesome stuff. You f- you feel just as proud because you know what went into them getting those degrees, those PhDs. Wow, those are those are life changing, and they do a great job with that ceremony. You know, they used to make the PhD folks kind of wait till last. Now they get them up there first. Oh, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. I got to give all you credit for that. That is really special. That I want to see come back. The way they do it in the in the convo there with the band and oh, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that too. And then you know what, JW, I was looking at the financial side of it. Not only the academic achievement mm. of that, mm. but think of the debt that some of those yeah. people had to go in. Yeah, uh, so the scholarships they got, the cost of that, and yeah. that diploma, the, the dollar value on that thing. Absolutely. Not only two. Okay, got to get out of here. Now, wait a minute. I got one more thing for you. Well, he may have to go teach a class. No, no, I'm done, baby. I'm done. Okay, okay. What about the draft? Chicago Bears. Aren't you from Chicago? I like that move, baby. I like that move. You like Justin Fields? The draft is like, uh, you know, it's like your wedding night, and it's like, uh, (laughs) you know, that first date. Everybody, everything is wonderful. But we'll see. I think they got the best quarterback. In the draft. Uh, you're another homer. I, I, maybe. Maybe you're right. We'll maybe. Uh, you know, they've got uh, – I'm just my, – my Bears have just pissed me off with so many uh, – but I hope I like the move. Yeah, maybe he'll inject a little excitement in your Bears for you now. I hope so. We hope we so. Need, we need all the help we can get. We need a running game. <laughs> and, uh, but, 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 but I like the move. They were serious, weren't they? They moved up nine yes. spots, buddy. Yeah, They're like, hey, we're gonna do this. Yep. So I like that. That was that was that took a lot of, but I'm not sold on Nagy anymore. I I I had high hopes for him. He had that first year with that great defense with Vangio, and I I'm not sold on him now. I I I think he's a lot of talk. He's gonna have to prove it to me. And if he doesn't show up next year and they get eight eight or six and ten, goodbye. Yeah. You no. Know, well, talk, but come I, on. Man. I guess the it, Bears will just have to outscore. Their Let's opposition. get that running game going. JW, you, can I keep you one more minute? Yes, sir. Okay. You and I have done a show, but I can't remember the answers to these questions. Were you always blind? Yeah, since I was three, three. or less. So I don't remember those years before, but yeah, since I was three. That's so you are such a sports fan. Love it. And so seeing firsthand a ball game where this this pass was just, you know, right on the market, right on t- 
market. Right. Uh, on the mark. Mark, thank you. On target. <clears throat> you know, to see that. You have it in your head, I suppose, but I, I just... Um, I'm amazed at your knowledge and your love of the various games. I, I think I lost him. Let's see here. This might be he again. Good morning. Nope. Okay. I'm back. Okay. I'm oh, okay. There you are. I got phones all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm well, I don't know if you heard the gist of what I said, but. Hey, let me call you back in two minutes. All right, right. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. So uh, how, how is it that you have You know, have it's, that it's a combination knowledge. of the announcers and my love of the sport, you know, and years of doing it, uh, combination of that, imagination, and um, just being aware of all the stuff around you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I have a good announcer, that really helps. Uh, and 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 I love to go to a game with somebody who 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 loves the game, the sport. Like I, I love to go to a game with Scott. We should do that, Scott. We should go to a football game or a basketball game because Scott has a good knowledge of sport. I would love to sit with him because he could give me those nonverbals that I can't get myself. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Oh yeah, yeah. That we have to do that, Scott. We We've can got make that to do happen. Either it's a, a basketball game or a, ba- a football game. All right. Let's think about that. All right. Let's do it. Is there a sport you just really don't like? Mm, don't like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think soccer's a sport. <gasps> Come on, I don't think it's. A sport. Are you serious? It's not real football, baby. I'm sorry, can't deal with it. And uh, mm. hockey's becoming less of a sport to me. So that's just me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. See you. Bye. Okay. Soccer's, it's always good. Soccer's not a sport. Oh, it, yeah, but, but you know, like he said, that's that's just him, to each his own, I guess. I've heard people say that, that they don't understand how. Now you know the ins and outs of soccer better than the average soccer person, probably. I hope. I yeah, well, but I've heard people say they went to a soccer game, had a great time. And they they are asked what the final score was, and they say it was zero to zero. And I've heard people say, "How can you have a fun time at a game that is supposed to be ending in a in a favorable score, or somebody's supposed to score when nobody scored?" Um, when they say, "Isn't that the object of sport to outscore your opponents?" You can have a zero to zero game that's just a dud, but you can have a zero to zero game that was awesome. Um, it's it's a skill factor of the team. Yeah, and both offensively and defensively. But uh, I tell you, we really have other things to discuss, and I, I'm not trying to avoid the topic, but I'd rather do it another day. Okay. Well, just to tell you, I, I enjoy the OU women's soccer program. Those those young ladies are very talented. During my time at OU, I enjoyed sure. enjoyed yeah. the games. They they get after it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. We were back to uh, today has so many different things on the national day calendar. 
So, um, and the only one we've discussed is two different colored shoes. So today is National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. Today is Melanoma Monday. Melanoma is uh, a type of skin cancer. That's right. Um, so it is raising awareness of um, skin cancer to, to have it checked out. And uh, I've had um, two tiny melanoma spots removed. I have a third to go. And, um, folks, um, you know, if you have it, don't don't delay. Yeah, I've got, I had a couple as well, and I uh, think another one. But, yes, do not delay because uh, it's raising awareness of the symptoms, causes, and if you can prevent this disease, then uh, by all means, get to a dermatologist. National Garden Mediation Day? Now, what's that mean? Okay. One more time, what was it? National Garden Mediation Day. That's a good one. It's confusing. National Garden Mediation Day is annually on May 3rd, encourages everyone to take time for one's self and relax by working in the garden or tending to plants. What's that got or to do it, with mediation? Or is it it's oh, meditation? Oh, I just see it. Meditation day. <coughs> That's embarrassing. Okay. That puts a whole different meaning on now, it now, doesn't now I it? Get it? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, National Specially Abled Pets Day. Are they referring to, like, Hope? Three-legged? I would guess so, yes. Let's see if we can find something. National Specially Abled Pets Day. Okay. It's working on it here. So. Mm, Good good job. Okay. Um, Shall we go on while you're looking? Yeah, here we go. Um, oh, you found it. Okay. Yeah, this day is set aside to educate the public about caring for disabled pets. Mm. Yes. So the day features disabled animals looking for a uh, home. Also folks, encourages animal lovers to consider choosing a disabled pet when they are looking to we, adopt a new pet family member. Um, we lost uh, one of our dogs to age. And uh, as we were going about looking to replace her, we found Hope. And Hope was three-legged, had been through an accident somewhere out by Gloucester, and friends of the shelter got involved and had helped with her surgeries. And Hope is truly, truly special to me. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. And she, she looks every bit a bull. What's it called? Bull terrier? Bull. Uh, a pit bull? Pit bull. There we go. Uh, but is just as sweet as can be. Sweet, happy, fun loving. 
Enjoys playing. Yep. <laughs> okay, going on. This is a long list today. Uh, National Lumpy Rug Day. Yeah. Well, yeah I, we'll just let that one go. <laughs> When I saw that, I was like, well, that one ranks right up there with the uh, number two pencil eraser head day. Yeah, really. <laughs> National Paranormal Day. National Chocolate Custard Day. National Raspberry Popover Day. National Textiles Day. National Sand Architect Day. Storage Area Network is the meaning of the abbreviation of SAN. They manage America's IT infrastructure. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm glad you helped me. National Montana Day is the last thing to be mentioned. And you know, of our 50 states, they each get a day. And uh, let's see. Now, okay, let's talk about something else. The District of Columbia, there is a proposal moving, and it's moving with some seriousness, that the District of Columbia be named our 51st state. Um, what do you think? I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think Senator Joe Manchin is, uh, not going to vote for it. And, uh, that would take away the majority vote. And, um, also I, I believe it is in the constitution that DC not be eligible for statehood. So I I I just I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Well, sit back and watch. Yeah, we, but it remains to be seen. So 15 minutes remaining in today's show. Um let's see here. Did I bring in no. We have um I can't tell you what guests we have this week. Uh, I, I do believe there's one, but I just can't remember what day or who it is. So I'll get that printed and bring it in uh, later in the day. Um, let's see. What about on this day in history? The year 1791 on this date. Constitution of May 3rd is proclaimed by the great S.E.J.M. Shem. It's Parliament of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth becoming the first modern constitution in Europe. 1926, Britain's Trade Union Congress calls for the country's first ever general strike. Begins at one minute to midnight in supporting striking coal miners, and it lasted nine days. 1937, author uh, Margaret Mitchell wins the Pulitzer Prize for Gone with the Wind. Some of you may have had the answer before I got to the end, just based upon the description. 1945, World War II, German ship K-2 
Camp Arcona, laden with prisoners, sunk by the Royal Air Force in East Sea. 5,800 died. One of the largest maritime losses of life ever. And there's lots of other things, but let's just do some birthdays and stuff. Famous birthdays. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby was born on this date in 1903. Let's see, where are we? We're, this is May 3rd, right? Yes. See, my mom was April... Anyway, she was. Uh, what caught my eye was he was born in 1903, and my mom was born in 1904. Anyway, he died in 1977. Mary Astor, uh, actress, right? I believe so. A S T O R. Yeah. Yes, she is an, an actor, actress. Born on this year in 1906. Died in 1987. James Brown. I had the opportunity to perform with him twice. Oh, that had to be a hoot. It was a hoot. A lot of energy in his shows, I presume. There was energy everywhere. (laughs) He was born on this date in 1933, and he died in 2006. Here's one I don't know. Niccolo Machiavelli, artist, right? Uh, Niccolo Machiavelli is uh, was an Italian diplomat, philosopher, writer who lived during the Renaissance, best known for the prince, often called the father of uh, modern political philosophy and political science. Anyway, he was born on this date in 1469 and died in the year 1527. Now, two famous deaths to mention. One is that of, um, this, here's a name I don't know. Maybe two of them. Henry Ocean, Ocean Flipper. Like Flipper the, uh, what was that TV show, Flipper? Yeah, that was the name of it. About a dolphin or something? Yep. They call him Flipper, Flipper. Anyway, this, <laughs> this uh, Mr. Flipper died in this date in 1940. Henry Ossian Flipper was an American soldier, engineer, former slave, and in 1877 the first African-American to graduate from the United States Military Academy at West Point. Earning a commission as second lieutenant in the U.S. Army. Well, that's cool. Okay, this next one, I don't have any clue. Mehmed, so M-E-H-M-E-D, the Conqueror. 1432, died in 1481. Mehmed the Conqueror, commonly known as, uh, well, Mehmed II, commonly known as Mehmed the Conqueror, was an Ottoman sultan who ruled from August of 1444 to September 
1446, and then later from February 1451 to May 1481, just a couple years ago. To the Ottoman. The Ottoman Empire, yes. Folks, let me just give you a little bit of an update on the um, coronavirus stuff. Worldwide now, we have had 1,168,000 vaccinations. That still represents only 15% of the world's population. Here in the United States, we now stand at 245,490,000 vaccines. That is 74% of our population for the United States. In Ohio, 4,715,308 have been administered. That's 40.3% of Ohio's population. And in Athens, 24,109 vaccines have been administered. That's 36.9% of our population. We attended an event um, Saturday night. I was trying to think what what day it was. Uh, At a home. I believe there were about 30 people there. Um... Everybody had been vaccinated, and plus the two weeks and all that. Um, This group had not gotten together in that manner for quite a while. It was really nice to be able to do that again. Okay, Athens. We have had... 5,135 cases thus far. Now, I think that number is just a few shy. I did not update that one from yesterday. Okay, so maybe I shouldn't do Athens. Um, I think th- I think I did do all the Ohio figures. So, um, yesterday, the total cases had risen to 1,075,104. That doesn't mean active. That meant that many people have gone through it or are still doing so. Active cases, those are the ones doing it right now. 62,864. We have 7,819 in an ICU setting. We have 48,734 in a hospital setting, but not ICU. Uh, In the state of Ohio, 1,012,240 have recovered. So if you looked at everybody that's caught it, 94.15% 
94% have recovered. Death rate in the state of Ohio, 1.8. Well, that's, that's good enough there. You know, Mother's Day is just around the corner. We'll probably have some more on that topic this week. But I did bring in a, a, a very brief study from Wallach Pub. So they went to the trouble of figuring out the best states to observe it and the worst states, right? Uh, Ohio more uh, nearly always doesn't show up when they do the top 10 or bottom 10. We're always in the middle, which I, there's nothing wrong with that. But the best state, you want to guess? Um, I have no clue. Florida? Uh, Florida is not in the top 10, uh, nor the bottom 10. So they're more like Ohio. They're in the middle somewhere. Uh, I, how would you know? I'll no, ju- no way. It's not fair to me for me to ask you. Massachusetts is number one. The District of Columbia, number two. Connecticut, three. Vermont, four. Minnesota, five. Rhode Island, six. Wisconsin, seven. New Jersey, eight. New York State, nine. And Washington State is ten. Now, what about the other end? The worst states for working mama. Coming in 42nd, West Virginia. 43rd, Arkansas. 44th, New Mexico. 45th, Oklahoma. 46th would be Nevada. 47th, South Carolina. Uh, 48th, Mississippi. Idaho is next. Alabama is 50th. And coming in dead last, Louisiana. see here. New York has the highest daycare quality score, which is a 116, which is five times higher than that in Idaho, which has the lowest, a score of 23. Well, that's kind of scary. Mississippi has the lowest child care costs as a share of the median uh, women's salary, which are 11.88%. Which is two and a half, two two point one times lower than Nebraska with the highest costs. Oh well, we could give you many more details, but anyway. Um, so this really is for working mothers, okay? This whole study. But with Mother's Day coming up, uh, what Sunday, right? Uh, actually, May 9th. May 9th. Yeah, we... Uh, isn't that Sunday? Yeah, it is this Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, it's normally on Sunday. It is, yeah. So I think it's... A, oh, is it second Sunday in May? I think it is. Well, I'm not that good. But um, it is this time for sure. Um, You have one joke to throw in there? 
Um, I could see some that were here. Um, yeah, let's. We got one minute. Pick one out. Uh, the Pope was driving to the airport one day. They got there super early. The Pope decided he wanted to kill some time with his favorite hobby before he came, became Pope driving. So he switched seats with his driver, and off he went. It had been years since he had driven a car, so he was flying down the highway. And this is much longer than what we have time for. So we're <laughs> going to have to leave you hanging anyway because it says read more. Okay. Well, I guess it's the thought that counts. Well, I, I should have picked another one. <laughs> okay. Which we'll, well, we'll try to do we'll better do. tomorrow, folks. We'll also try to have more information in about uh, the rest of the programs this week. So uh, have a good day, please. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Verizon is selling off a couple of fading internet stars. Yahoo! Now, with America Online, wherever you go, you're always in touch. Apollo AOL Global anywhere. Management is buying Yahoo and AOL. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Those two companies were purchased for about $9 billion over the last five or six years. They are now being sold for $5 billion. It's a higher price than was expected, but is certainly a big haircut from the acquisition price. The sale underscores that Verizon needs to turn to its core business, building out its 5G network, not to be in the media business. AOL and Yahoo lost traction when a lot of people switched to platforms like Google and Facebook. Apple and Epic are squaring off in court. A trial begins in Oakland, California this morning after the game maker sued Apple and Google when they removed its popular Fortnite game from their mobile app stores. The companies say they were justified because Epic broke the rules by using its own system for processing payments made inside the game. Mother and child reunions are planned in the U.S. tomorrow for four families whose children had already crossed the southern border, some of them years ago. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas tells CBS this morning. It really speaks uh, to the re-engineering and operating.